Wednesday, the 3rd of February, 1915. Find ourselves lying in sand inches thick, cold and hungry and nearly dead. Shifting about, doing all sorts of jobs. Our new home seems very crook, but hoping for the best. We pass on, nearly dead. Thursday, the 4th of February, 1915. I'm absolutely dead beat with my damn arm. No hospital yet, so I have to lie in the tent all day waiting for the doctor. At last he comes and fixes it up, and I steadily improve after losing about two stone. Friday, the 5th of February, 1915. Today we wander about the town of Heliopolis. Never have we seen such buildings before. The smallest could leave ours in the shade. Also, Luna Park is here and skating rink. Fred and I sit in a restaurant, bathing, eating, and also music. Saturday, the 6th of February, 1915. We wandered about through the town of Heliopolis. It is very strange to see the people getting about in their garb. The men of the lower class wear skirts and the women all wear veils from their eyes down over their faces. One fine building took our fancy. Starts in the middle of the road. It is the RC church. Getting fed very badly, dry bread and rotten tea from morning till night. Sunday, the 7th of February, 1915. After church parade, general leave is granted throughout the camp and we can go anywhere we wish. We hear of our fellow soldiers, NZ, at the front along the canal doing good work. Monday, the 8th of February, 1915. An attack on the canal. Several fatalities on our side, many prisoners captured. This rouses us, but of no use, because we are told we cannot get in action until we do more training and get fit. Tuesday, the 9th of February, 1915. March through the streets of the town, and every man, woman and child turns out to see the sight. If we tried to work out every nationality here, I'm sure we would never get halfway. Every nation is well represented. Wednesday, the 10th of February, 1915. Another march through the town, this time the whole division. It gives us a good opportunity to look round. We rested alongside the supposed to be the largest hotel in the world, now taken over by the government for a hospital. Thursday, the 11th of February, 1915. Visited a Khan Khan in Cairo, a site that could never be seen in Australia. Friday, the 12th of February, 1915. The most realistic fight took place. Seemed very much like the real thing. Artillery fire going onto the flank and overhead with live shells. And the infantry attacking at the same time, finishing with a bayonet charge at dummy targets. Saturday, the 13th of February, 1915. Route marches through sand took most of our time up. And a half holiday gave us an opportunity to take on skating. It is a good sport, but as a new skater, always finds the skate slippery. It is not beneficial to our limbs. Fred and I are both determined to learn before we leave this place. Sunday, the 14th of February, 1915. 
Church parade in the morning with the afternoon to ourselves. Troops from the first AIF at the pyramids visited our camp and we dittoed them. Monday, the 15th of February, 1915. Turned out early in the morning, which is nothing unusual, and marched through Heliopolis and the sports ground, which is surrounded with good old Australian gum trees, to the rifle butts at Abashia, where we spent the day in rifle shooting. Tuesday, the 16th of February, 1915. Sham fight in the sand in the morning. Also, the most important day of the week, payday. Wednesday, the 17th of February, 1915. Broke off at midday to prepare ourselves for hard work. Roused out of bed at 1.30am and marched four miles in dark to a position to commence a fight at dawn. Our first night attack. Thursday, the 18th of February, 1915. After our early morning attack, marched home again and dismissed for the day. Visited Cairo again and secured a guide to take us over the citadel where we saw in the Blue Mosque the tomb of Hassan Pasha, his wife and children, buried 200 years ago. Friday the 19th of February 1915. The hardest field day we have ever experienced. After a march to the position, which took all the morning, the attack commenced. Here I first took up signalling and through faulty signalling and disobedience of orders, hundreds of men may have been led to their death. In the words of the Colonel, it was all a damn mess up from start to finish. We finished the day, 7.15, very tired and sore and hungry. Saturday, the 20th of February, 1915. Demonstration on trench digging in the morning, half holiday in the afternoon. Visited Cairo dentist through eating bread too stale. Went to a music hall, heard Tipperary sung, and of course everybody went mad and sung as they'd never sung before. Very second-rate artists don't come up to Melbourne on that point. Very clever trick cyclists and jack jugglers. Sunday, the 21st of February, 1915. Church parade in the morning as usual. Visited Cairo, the Nile Bridge, Cairo Zoo. Had tea at Café de la Paix, best so far since arrival. Had an orchestra playing any music we like to mention. Monday, the 22nd of February, 1915. Easy day, nothing doing. Wrote letters to everyone I knew in Australia. Tuesday, the 23rd of February, 1915. Nothing to do and all day to do it in. In the morning, played billiards in a nice cool tent in camp. The afternoon, I found a friend and we had violin and piano duels in the YMCA. Seemed like home sweet home again. Lecture in YMCA, Australian Poets. Wednesday, the 24th of February, 1915. Holiday. Left camp in the morning for a day's visit to Cairo, where I had my dentist trouble completed. And to the pyramids by motor, 55 miles per hour. Saw Sphinx and several others, including the largest in Egypt, Cheops Pyramid. 
This one is 451 feet high. Went inside, crawled on hands and knees most of the way. Went halfway up, saw Queen's Chamber Quarter and King's Half. Very intelligent guide, explained everything. Thursday, the 25th of February, 1915. Very easy day. All kinds of rumours going round about where and when the first forces are going. Some say France, some the Canal, and also Asia Minor. Similar rumours were in circulation at Broadmeadows and on the boat as to where they were bound, but it was soon found to be fact. Friday, the 26th of February, 1915. Easy day. Received news from E. Miles, New Britain. Also got latest possible papers from England of news from the front. French soldiers only six yards in trench from German trenches, with another 30 yards behind. We also saw a photo proving this to be fact. Saturday, the 27th of February, 1915. A corp in our bat reduced to ranks for drunkenness. Fred happened to be on guard and had to march him to where all the NCOs were lined up to see him derided before them. Our battalion was out from 4pm until midnight on a route march. Had a good confab with tent mates on our past work and our near future. For today, rumours start circulating, as in broad meadows, that we are moving soon and experience has taught us not to cast these rumours aside. Sunday, the 28th of February, 1915. Church parade as usual. We were on other duties, so could not attend a very straight service that we heard was preached. The only point worthy of note today is that we had a good gathering in the tent and a fine feed of oranges. The best part of the day.